0: Hi, this is Mark Graven. Welcome to episode 189 of Lean Blog Audio. This is March 21st, 2017. Today's post is titled 10 Years of LAME, and this is an acronym, L-A-M-E. Now, the other day I had reason to reference my initial blog post about LAME. And I realize that it's now exactly ten years old today. And you can find that post; I've linked to it if you go to leanblog.org/audio189. You can find all the links that I'll reference in this post, and you can go directly to that original blog post from ten years ago today by going to uh, www.leanblog.org/lame. But I am—I'm going to read the text of that blog post. I'm here for you because it's actually it's not that long of a post. So again, this is from March 21st, 2007. Lean or lame is the title of that post. And I wrote then, many of the anti-lean stories I hear sound like descriptions of situations or methods that I would hardly describe as lean. There are many problems with the word lean, but we're pretty well stuck with it. For one, The word lean is often used in a negative sense. It has nothing to do with the Toyota production system, as in people saying we have very lean staff, meaning we don't have enough people to get the job done. Well, that's not a lean concept at all, meaning Toyota not having enough people to do the work properly. And two, there is no official, if you will, keeper of the lean to officially bestow the lean title on any practice or behavior. We're free to describe pretty much anything we like as lean. The only downside might be getting mocked in the lean community. And that's not much downside, is it? You know, for example, um, this this one 5S program that I I linked to here in the UK uh, was described as demeaning from the news reports. This doesn't sound very lean in terms of doing anything much to reduce waste or improve things for employees. Does this give lean a bad name or does it give the consultants and the managers a bad name? You know, People tend to blame lean. When companies use lean methods to drive layoffs, something most lean consultants, myself included, say you shouldn't do since it understandably drains any employee enthusiasm for lean, does this give lean a bad name or that company a bad name? People will blame lean and say that lean led to their layoffs. When uh, this one guy I linked to got the idea somewhere that Gemba walks led to more bureaucracy and paperwork. Now, if that was the case somewhere, and it shouldn't be if a Gemba process is implemented properly, would Lean get the blame for wasting manager's time? So I think we need a phrase that describes these bad or misguided attempts at Lean, things that give Lean a bad name. So how about, lame, Lean as misguidedly executed. Or perhaps lean is mistakenly explained. I mean, can, can you think of a better phrase? We need something to describe what bad managers do when they purposefully distort or accidentally misunderstand lean. I mean, maybe this term will catch on. Maybe it's lame in a different way. This way, when we see a lean horror story, if you will, we can refer to it as the lame method instead of a lean method. So I'm curious if you have any lame stories to share for others. So that's what I wrote originally back in 2007. So back to today's post. You know, I um, defined um, that awkwardly forced acronym again to mean um, two things. It could mean lean as mistakenly explained. It could mean lean as misguidedly executed or any combination of those words, I guess. Um, So after that original post in 2007, Um, It spurned many blog posts over the decade, and this problem um, hasn't gone away, my my unclever acronym or or otherwise. So I've linked in today's post to a number of articles um, that reference this concept of lame in different ways. Some of those headlines include uh, Doctors Bash Taylorism and Toyota Lean in the New England Journal of Medicine. Another post was titled, This doctor is upset about something, but it doesn't really sound like lean. Another post was, Where do hospitals get the idea that lean is only about cost reduction? So-called just-in-time retail staff scheduling is not lean at all. Another post was titled, You can't always believe somebody saying Toyota would tell you to blank. Another another post, Depersonalized workplaces are lame, not lean, which harms uh, depersonalized workplaces are harming productivity and people. This Wall Street Journal article, as do many organizations, misses the point of 5S. Another post, run fast if you ever hear this phrase from a Lean Six Sigma instructor. So that theme of lame also led to the creation of uh, a video which has been viewed more times than any content I've ever created, almost 200,000 times, which is uh, sort of sad, I guess. Uh, it's an animated parody video titled Lean Office and 5S Gone Wrong. So again, if you go to leanblog.org audio 189, you can view uh, that video if you haven't seen it before. So my reflections on labeling things as lame um, also led to the Practicing Lean book that, um, that I've um, co-authored, edited, that I hope is a more constructive contribution to the lean community. I mean, I think there's a difference between these two situations. One, somebody making an honest mistake with lean practices because they're new to this. You know, we should be patient and coach them, try to help them understand. And two, somebody running around repeatedly saying the wrong things and never learning. Now i think situation number two should be more readily criticized as i've done and will continue to do i i hope it's helpful as i wrote about in chapter one of practicing lean i've questioned and and thought about whether it's nice or helpful to point out lean uh, lame not lean and to label it as such i wrote in the book there well it might be technically correct to label something as lame or fake lean Um, that's Bob Emiliani's term, is it kind or nice to do so? Upon reflection, it probably is not. Is it necessary to speak out? Maybe. Is it respectful to call out bad practices? Well, I'd argue it is if we're trying to help those who are being harmed or jeopardized by lame. Instead of just criticizing, is it better to take the patient tone of a coach or mentor? I'd like to think I'm a constructive mentor with people in person. I've never called a person or an idea stupid, but I may have failed by shooting someone a glance that might have suggested as such. We all have room for improvement. By calling a scenario lame, are we making the person involved in the story defensive, thereby possibly stifling their growth and development if they just retrench? What if the person who determined that employees shouldn't put sweaters on their chairs because it looks bad is... A conscientious but inexperienced lean facilitator who is trying hard to learn and practice lean. How patient should we be? There are times when I've probably been too harsh in my online writing. It's easy to sit behind a keyboard and criticize. Maybe I should be more patient. Then again, maybe some of the people behind these lame practices are choosing to be willfully ignorant about lean principles. Does the criticism get through to them, or am I just preaching to the converted? So that's the end of the excerpt from Practicing Lean. Go to www.practicinglean.com if you want to learn more about that book. Um, I'll mention um, that all proceeds are being donated to the Louise H. Batts Patient Safety Foundation, uh, where I think at the end of this month, we'll probably be approaching about $1,500 raised so far. So one other thing I've linked to in today's post is a post about how one of my lame rants actually helped an organization avoid some mistakes that really could have alienated their employees. I got a thankful email uh, from somebody um, you know, thanking me for that post saying how it um, helped them avoid what they thought would have been um, a pretty bad mistake. Um, if we look at that post, that was titled throwback thursday how my blog rant helped keep an office 5s initiative from being lame so if you if you go um, again leanblog.org audio 189 um, you can read that letter um that you know that was shared with permission and um that you can look at that whole scenario so what do you think about this you know why do we still see or experience lame is this problem at all likely to go away, or is it a natural part of the learning process that people have to go through? Is it helpful to label things as lame? Can it be respectful or no? So again, I'm curious what you think. Go to leanblog.org audio 189 to read more and to post your comments. Thanks for listening.